As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Okay, all ball community, I'm about to make your holidays even happier. Get the Epson EcoTank cartridge-free printer because you know it's not festive? Cartridge conniptions. Those panic freakouts that happen when those pricey ink cartridges run out at the worst possible time. Like when you're halfway through printing your holiday cards. With Epson EcoTank, kiss expensive cartridges goodbye. This printer has big ink tanks and comes with a ridiculous amount of ink so you can just fill and chill all season long. Now that's Mary. Epson EcoTank. Learn more at epson.com slash allballwithdoug. Using your Aspiration Zero credit card helps fight climate change. It's true. See, Aspiration Zero plants a tree each time you make a purchase. And tree planting is one of the most effective ways to combat global warming. Track your progress in the app and earn 1% cash back each month you reach carbon zero. Aspiration Zero. One card, zero carbon footprint. Learn more at Aspiration.com. The Aspiration Zero MasterCard is issued by Beneficial State Bank pursuant to license by MasterCard International Incorporated. Beneficial State Bank member FDIC 2021. When you're ready to place a bet on today's games, do it with the most trusted name in online sports betting, BetRivers Sportsbook. Now legal in several states and growing. BetRivers Sportsbook delivers a unique sports betting experience featuring live streaming sports, in-game wagering, fast authorizations on most withdrawals, and gold standard customer service. Go to BetRivers.com, see for yourself, must be 21, and be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, what up? Welcome in. I'm Doug Gottlieb, and this is All Ball. All basketball, all the time, and great stories. Today, we have an all-time great um, schoolboy legend, Shea Cotton. Shea's brother, James, played in the NBA, played Long Beach State. Shea himself uh, initially committed to UCLA, then went to prep school, then went to Long Beach City, then went to Alabama, 
and then never played in the NBA, despite the fact he was in the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was in eighth grade. And this is before KG and Kobe and then others followed going straight from high school to the pros. He was the chosen one. He was supposed to be the next one. What happened? What went wrong? Well, that's why we have the podcast. Here's my discussion with Shea Cotton. Um, I think I want to start. You're in sixth grade. Okay. And James is what, a freshman you were in sixth grade? My brother, uh, he was, no, eighth grade. We were two, about two and a half years apart. Okay. So your brother, your brother's in eighth and you were in sixth. I think he was, I think he was ninth and you're in sixth. Was he a freshman? Yeah, cause he was, yeah, cause he was my, my class and then I stayed back. Okay. And I practiced with you guys. And you had like the best sixth grade team that's ever been created. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how I remember it. It was right. you, Jay, Jay Hart, uh, Vukovic, David Castleton. Um, but like, so, so you grew up and you're like, uh, your late father, I remember cowboy hat, cowboy boots, camera, every game, you and your brother. What, but what were your memories of early basketball at that age, fifth, sixth grade, playing yourself and watching your brother hoop? Man, just wearing clothes that I, I couldn't really fit because I was so skinny at that time. And playing against older guys all the time, you know, just getting beat up. I remember getting beat up a lot, you know, just play, playing with my brother's friends and stuff, always playing up because I was I was more 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 competitive than a lot of my peers. So, you know, the, the early stages, I just remember watching a lot of basketball you know, seeing my father get the camera camera bag ready for every game, you know, working tirelessly. We're, we're doing construction with him, you know, leaving jobs, going home, shower and getting ready to go to a tournament to play. And, you know, I think that's what helped add to my add to my prowess. You know, the work that I did with my father early, I didn't really enjoy it. So I took it out of my peers on the court. Wait, so your dad was doing construction jobs and you had yeah. to be part of that job? Yeah, we, he 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 taught me and my brother from young what it is to have work ethic. <laughs> so, you know, we 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 definitely took it to heart, you know, and I, I took that to to heart on the basketball court more importantly because I didn't like that work, so I didn't want to do that for a living. So I said, I'm gonna make sure I do this real good on the basketball court, so I don't have to do that. So that was kind of my motivation at the time. You know, what's interesting is, you know, now I, you work with kids, I coach kids. And there are some parents that are involved, but, you know, like they can't help themselves games. They're yelling out their kids, whatever. Your dad wasn't like that. At least, again, I, I was an observer. Like your dad, I don't remember him saying anything to anybody. He just filmed the games and he was always there. What was he like in the car? What was he like at home in terms of coaching him? Uh, he, he, didn't, he didn't talk a whole lot, but when he did, you know, we always – took heed to the to the message he was more about you know accountability and, and understanding what it is to have have discipline and to be able to sacrifice for things that you want you know you can work towards goals but there's stuff that we got to give up to get real goals and things like that so he just led by example you know he never complained I mean he worked tirelessly uh, he was a great provider you know um, a, a great husband to my mother he gave the best he had and, and I just he led by example so I watched him the way he lived his life, you know, he was a man of integrity. Um, like you said, he wasn't very vocal in the gym. I mean, he was just, his presence was intimidating as it was. Uh, he was stern, though. He was all about discipline and, and, and work ethic. And I, and I think that that stuck in my mind. Um, eighth grade is when you're on the cover of Sports Illustrated, right? Right. Okay. So for people forget, you were a year behind KG. Who ultimately was the first one to start, you know, start the process of coming out from high school. But no one had done it. You know, this is, you know, year Kobe's year. No, but no one had done it. Um, well, do you remember anybody saying anything to you before? Like, what was, what was the process? Because at the time, Sports Illustrated was the biggest thing. It just was it's bigger right. than anything it was, anything you can think of front page of any paper on sports and wherever you're the cover of sports illustrated what do you remember about finding out that you're going to be on the cover and the photo shoot and all that I, now that i remember it doug i think i was a freshman at modern day um i can't remember if we had started our season year or not i think we had just finished maybe a holiday tournament 
going into our league. And uh, I, I got this, uh, this opportunity, you know, the sports illustrated uh, reporters contacted me and um, said they want to do this, this four page layout. This was uh, during the world cup, Brazil, I believe was about to win it. So they had them on the cover Viva Brazil. And um, at that point it was just like, man, you know, where, where do I go from here? Cause I had already been discovered from ESPN. All the, the national writers, you know, were aware of me. I mean, I was pretty much top, 15 in the country, even as a freshman nationally. So it's kind of like, well, where do you go from here? But I just tried to focus on the work, meaning getting better on the court and just really winning as many ball games as we could. Cause in my mind, that would separate me, right? Just the more you win, they can't stop talking about you. The accolades will continue to proceed. And, you know, Sports Illustrated was the pinnacle. So from there, it was like, okay, I'm a marked man now. So I gotta, I gotta bring it every night. Um, Okay, so why modern day? Great, great tradition. Um, great history. Uh, I think uh, I had a good rapport with Coach McKnight because um, I would watch them play when, in my downtime when, it, when our AAU team wasn't playing. Uh, my AAU coach, Pat Bear, used to coach at modern day. So I think the style that we played and the way Coach McKnight coached guys with talent, it mirrored each other. And um, – it just felt like the right fit. You know, for me, uh, I wanted to go somewhere that that would recognize my talent and then welcome me into the family and have a lot of uh, success and a rich history. And I felt like that was the, great, the best place for it. Okay, so you go and it's like a loaded, crazy, crazy loaded team. Not just with your guys, right? You're a freshman with you, Kevin Augustine, uh, Chris Burgess, Mike Bukovic, like as the squad. But the guys are just freshmen. And then you have seniors and juniors that are all Division One players. And now you're like the most hyped up of, of all of them. What was that early experience like your freshman year? Uh, it, was, it was interesting. The, my first 30 days, I tell the story all the time. My first 30 days, I didn't start. So, you know, I sat behind uh, Josh Porter, who was a senior at the time, a friend of mine. You know, shout out to Josh, wherever he is. Um and I basically took it upon myself, but I came in with the mentality that I, I didn't want any handouts. I, I didn't expect the coach to, to just give me playing time. I wanted to earn my keep. And so I took it on my shoulder. I said, listen, I'm going to destroy Josh in practice. I love him to death, but I got to get those minutes. So I, I had to take it upon myself and I literally would destroy him in practice every day for about a month. So finally my teammates came into the uh, coaching office and had a conversation with Coach McKnight. They said, hey, Coach, look, you know, we know Josh is senior. We love him, but, you know, Shay's here, and uh, he's a lot better than Josh, and he needs to play. We want to win. So that was pretty much the end of that story, and they made the exchange, and we never looked back. I think we lost one or two games that year. We lost to Oak Hill, I believe, in Vegas during the holidays. They were loaded with Ron Mercer and a bunch of other guys that went D1, and we lost to Crenshaw, and I believe that was our two losses that season. Who went in to see McKnight? Uh, I, I can't remember which players, but it was like three or four guys. I mean, some of the main guys, though, you know, like uh, a few of the starters and, and, and a couple guys that had a good rapport with Coach McKnight. Because a lot of guys were scared to approach Coach McKnight. When we, when we were coming up, he wasn't as uh, calm as he is today. Let me say that. <laughs> so. Okay, so then, again, summer between your freshman and sophomore year, you know, you're a top. 10 player in the country, regardless of class, by your, by your sophomore year, Miles and those guys graduated. It, it's, it's your team. Um, what, what do you, what do you remember about that year? Because and you, do you transfer mid year that year or at the end of that year? After, at the end of the year. Yeah. So we, we went through that whole season. I was excited. I trained really hard that off season, uh, went to Nike camp, uh, but that would have been my sophomore summer. So if we're talking about my sophomore season. I actually had to go to summer school my freshman summer because of uh, it, one of my teachers at modern day decided to, to give me a D when I should have at least passed the course because I was doing the work. But there was uh, some some character issues, I think, with one of our coaches and, and him. So he had like a vendetta against the basketball program. And I had to stay back. That was Allen Iverson's year. He went to, to Nike camp with Illujami. And I would have been in that one that was on TV. I had to watch it on TV. I was sick about that. So that summer, I was like really driven. 
to get after it. And I wanted to prove myself my sophomore year. I wanted to win a title that next season. I mean, we lost to Crenshaw at the Arrowhead Pine at the time, which is the Honda Center now, in front of like 19,000 people, Doug, on KCAL. It had never been covered before a high school game of that magnitude, let alone with those kind of type of numbers. So going into my sophomore year was all about proving myself, showing the world that, look, I'm one of the best players in the country, and I'm going to lead my team to a title, and we're going to do it in style. So we did it by committee. and We had a great team. It was some of my best years. Uh, my sophomore year, I remember a lot of the teams we played, we pretty much blew them out. To be honest, um, you know, we played Edison in the pond. We beat them by like 20, something like that. We played Marina. We had our way with them. And uh, I believe we saw Clovis West as well. And, you know, we had our way with them also. Then we went up to Oakland and played against uh, Oakland Fremont, which was the top team out of the Bay Area at that time, a city school uh, that kind of mirrored Crenshaw for Northern California. And um, we went up there. It was a, a tough, hard-fought battle, but we pulled it out. And I became state player of the year, CIF player of the year. Uh, first time ever as a sophomore. John Wooden player of the year has never been done since. So I don't know how well people in California know the history of these type of athletes, but that's very tough to do for a kid at 16 years old today. So why'd you leave? Uh, it, was a, it, was, it was a thing for financial, when my father's work, you know, he had an L.A. County permit for his construction and he wasn't getting enough work and we weren't a family that was on the take. I wasn't receiving benefits. Contrary to popular belief, everybody thought I was getting paid. That wasn't the case. I had a really exclusive deal with Nike without the money, so I had all the gear. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So the look was there. So it might have had a perception as if I was receiving benefits, but I wasn't. I mean, I was, I was doing everything the way I was supposed to. Um, me and Coach Manite still have a very close relationship today. We talk, you know, I go to games whenever I can. And like I said, it was some of the best years of my life. And those guys are, 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 are my, my brothers uh, for life that, that I played with. So what was that like to go? Now you go to St. John Bosco. What was that like? You know, you gone two years of high school, modern day. Everybody knows you, you know everybody. Now you come in basketball superstar, but completely different school, completely different area. What, what was that experience like? Uh, it's kind of like going, coming back, you know, to the LA area, being from the LA area. Uh, kid, you know, it was more of a familiarity and stuff. There was a few guys that I knew that went to Bosco, some other, some other student athletes. So I had, I had a, a connection with guys there, but to be honest, when I went to Bosco, I was more focused on, just being the best player that I can be, I knew it was a new system. Um, I wanted to, to basically just show everybody what I could do outside of the system at modern day. I had to showcase my talent in a different way. So, you know, it was a good, it was a good transition for me. I handled my business. Um, I was hurt my junior year, my summer of my junior, I, I tore my shoulder. So I obviously didn't play my senior year, but in three years of basketball, you know, I, I laid it on the line every night. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm printing nonstop through the holidays. You got cards, gift tags, lists, cookie receipts, mostly cookie receipts. Plus, you got travel docs as well. You know, you got to get those reimbursements. And nothing will ruin the fun like good old-fashioned cartridge conniption. That's when your printer's pricey ink cartridges run out of ink at the worst possible time. And you can't help but lose it a little. Or a lot. It's frustrating. But, All Ball Community, you know what we do around here. We bring you tech solutions. And the Epson EcoTank cartridge-free printer is a great solution. Epson EcoTank uses big ink tanks and comes with a ridiculous amount of ink. Go ahead. Add some people to your holiday card list. No more running out of magenta when you're trying to make the season merry. No more having to apologize to your house guests after having a total cartridge conniption. With Epson EcoTank, kiss expensive cartridges goodbye. You can just fill and chill. Who doesn't want some more chill around the holidays? Epson EcoTank. Learn more at Epson.com slash Doug. Beverage Sportsbook wants to invite you to discover the complete sports betting experience. The foundation of that experience is a massive number of betting options on nearly every regulated sporting event around the world. Add on top of that live streaming of sports every day. There's almost always a live match to watch on BetRivers Sportsbook right in your phone. BetRivers features top-tier customer service, ready to answer your questions anytime, day or night. Plus, they have this unique rush pay system, and BetRivers Sportsbook can authorize most withdrawal requests instantly. Customer satisfaction is always their number one priority, and BetRivers will match your first deposit up to $250. Now, unlike some other sports books, BetRivers only requires a one-time pay-through to turn bonuses into cash, so you're going to experience a difference. Just go to BetRivers.com. You'll see it for yourself. You must be 21. You must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. You got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Remember, BetRivers Sportsbook. It's the place. Just go to BetRivers, B-E-T-R-I-V-E-R-S, Com. Hey, All Ball community, uh, listen up. Two of three men experience some form of hair loss by the time you're 35. And it's one of those deals where you're like, what do I do? How do I avoid this thing? Is it smart? Don't be a statistic. If you're a little bald or a lot bald, fix it in a simple, stress-free way. Try Keeps. 
K-E-E-P-S. What you do is a virtual doctor consult at keeps.com. And then the medications are delivered straight to your door. It's low cost with treatment starting at just 10 bucks a month for FDA approved medications and they can prevent hair loss. Keeps is more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. And don't walk around with pattern baldness. We all know it's not cool. It just doesn't feel right. Prevention is in fact the key. So if you're ready to stop messing around, right? You got a new year, a new energy towards fixing the little things like hair loss. You want to prevent hair loss, go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash all ball. You get your first month of treatment free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com. Keeps dot com slash all ball. Okay. So, um, so during this time, okay, UCLA is hot. UCLA won a national championship and, you know, they were kind of selecting more than recruiting, right? They were like, they had, they had Toby, they got JR, they got Kristan Johnson. You mentioned Luge. Luge committed to him early, even though he never played for him. Okay. Uh, but they were, uh, what, where were you in trying to remember back to, you know, it's your going into your junior year and, uh, it's still very early, but where were you in terms of your desire to go to college when people are talking about going pro? And, um, and, and what were you thinking in terms of college? Great question. Um, as far as going to college, that was my goal at the time, Doug. I mean, I, I knew I had the tools where I probably could have made the jump because I was training with NBA guys at UCLA with Magic, you know, as a sophomore. So I was running with him. He had all the NBA players on his team. It was nobody but NBA players on his court. So I was really the only high school guy in the gym for the most part outside of the UCLA players that would train with the NBA guys every summer anyway. And, um, you know, that was, that was, that was pretty much my, my mentality. I wanted to get the best scholarship that, that I could, uh, that I could earn and go into a power conference, you know, division one and show the world what I could do in a year and then, you know, go to the NBA from there. So that it wasn't, it wasn't as, as, uh, normal as it is now for guys making the professional jump, whether it's the G league or D league or whatever. Today, uh, is much different. Back then it was a rarity. So you had KG pretty much. And then there was Kobe and then everybody thought I was going to make the jump. So I decided to go to college because I had received the injury to my shoulder and I felt I had something to prove. Okay. So you hurt your shoulder. Is that why you didn't play your whole senior year? Was the, the whole thing was the shoulder? Yep. Tore my rotator cuff. How'd you do it? Man, talk about a nightmare. We went up, uh, Kareem Shabazz, playing against Long Island Panthers, the Long Beach State's, uh, old gold mine before they built the pyramid. Uh, we were playing in a sick game. I think I had like 38 points. It was like the end of the third quarter. I had a whole nother quarter to go. There was like a loose ball that kind of tipped up in the air. And you know how everybody goes up to try to grab it, almost like a jump ball formation. And it was just me and Kareem Shabazz, a seven footer out of Long Island, who went to Florida State. And we went straight up in the air. And, and I think I, I jumped higher than him and I got a hand on the ball and I tried to bring it down this way. And somehow he got his arm wrapped up in the mind. And his arm went back and I yanked forward and my shoulder just snapped out of place like like a drumstick, basically. And, you know, the shoulder went into shock and my nerves were just kind of like my arm was just kind of dangling. And I was I was just in a state of shock. I couldn't believe what happened. So from that point, I went straight into the training room. They put it back in place, took me to the hospital, took x-ray, MRI. It, it showed it was a complete tear down the middle. Doctor said there's no way around it. We're going to have to repair it. I took about a week to decide what I wanted to do and uh, went into surgery. And that was pretty much it. You know, six months after that, I had their uh, rehab and I was able to come back in time right as the season was finishing up. I was a McDonald's All-American, but wasn't able to play in the game due to the injury. And, um, you know, the, the rest is history. Life changed from there. I mean, I was a different player. I was very effective. I still dropped 30 pretty much wherever I played, but you know, I, I had limitations as far as my shoulders, so I couldn't get my body in, in, in different positions like I used to. What limitations? Uh, just like, you know, uh, taking off. I used to do left-hand dunks off my right leg with my left hand. I wasn't able to get my arm out, you know, in positions where guys couldn't block it when I was going to the rim. So I would do a lot of stuff with two hands. And, you know, just my game looked a little different. I was still very effective and very successful, but, it was a different player that you were watching. Okay, so yeah, what, 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 what were, where were you in college? What was going on with college? 
at this point in time now, like your senior year, you're trying to figure out what you're going to do. Senior year for college, I was just really looking at what my brother was going to decide to do. If he was going to go hardship or stay in school, our goal was to play together at Long Beach State together. Um, I was really excited about that idea. And um, we were having some financial difficulties at home. So we had a meeting and uh, my brother decided to go hardship to help the family out financially. And uh, that changed the course of my plan. And from that point, I decided to write my letter because I decided to commit to Long Beach State. And I decided to write a letter to uh, rescind that that commitment and request to be uh, released. And, and they granted me and opened up the recruiting process again. You know, as a kid, I always wanted to play at UCLA. For us, it was the West Coast, North Carolina. I, I was very familiar with the school, the staff. I had been on campus several times in the summer already. And um, I felt it was a no-brainer. You know, Barron was coming in with Earl Watson, Travis Reed, Billy Knight. We had a hell of a crew in class that year. And uh, so I settled on UCLA and all hell broke loose. What happened? I went to summer school. We uh, got through our freshman FSP. I was taking my last last test of the uh, summer and we were finishing up. I, I received the paper, um, the proctor for my test. Uh, brought a newspaper to my desk and it said, uh, it's a Twitter and validates cottage test score. And, um, asked me, did I know anything about this? I said, I'm just seeing it for the first time. So from that point, it was just, uh, it was a tumultuous experience. I mean, talk about being heartbroken and let down. I mean, you're basically playing ball from college at one of the most storied schools in the, in the history of college basketball. I mean, the most national championships, the Wizard of Westwood. You know, beautiful location. I mean, you're halfway to the NBA. And then, you know, it's like my life is flipped upside down. So, okay, so this is in regards to your SAT score, right? Right. So, so your SAT test. How many times do you take the SAT? I took the SAT twice. Uh, my third time is when I passed it. And uh, there was an issue, apparently, but I don't know why, because my proctor sat in on my test. It was just me and her. Um, my guidance counselor at St. John Bosco, Vicky Goodman, who's no longer alive, uh, rest in peace. And, uh, it just is unfortunate. Uh, you know, they, they had it in for me and I wasn't even doing anything. I was doing everything the right way. Meanwhile, a lot of my peers around me were basically, you know, doing, doing whatever they could illegally to get away with it. And I'm just turning the cheek while all the heat's coming to me. But, you know, I was one of the biggest figures at that time, Doug, and I wasn't taking money. They couldn't control my parents. So it was kind of a different dynamic at that time. And I guess they didn't really know how to handle me. So it was like a threat. And when I look at it now, being 43 years old, looking back on my career and some of the things that happened, it was wrong what happened, man. You know, it, it shouldn't happen to people. Nobody's kids should ever go through what I, what I had to experience. And that's a big reason why uh, we created the Man Child documentary. Okay, so, but, but help me understand who had it in for you like who specifically you know if you have to it's like the when you're trying to investigate like a murder right so that yeah. means but there has to be motive right. right so who had the means who had the motive why would they what why and who well the powers that be i mean there, there's you know you you could draw your own conclusion i think when when you watch the documentary it's it's clear that you know the institutions that that govern all the colleges had something to do with it and potentially one of the colleges that I committed to. So without giving up any names, you can, you can fill in the blanks by watching the documentary and just kind of putting everything together, you know, with the, the sequence of events in my career, how it kind of came together. But I think at the end of the day, Doug, there was a lot of money lost. When I left Long Beach, they lost close to $3 million in TV revenue. Every game was on ESPN. The others were on Fox. So uh, it was a no-brainer. You know, they, Long Beach would have propelled from that mid-major tier possibly into the next realm and really been able to, to uh, captivate audiences and get national talent at a, at a five-star level year in and year out, probably from that point on. So a lot of things were affected from that, which I was aware of after the fact, but there was a conditional release on the terms of my release and I wasn't aware of that. So when, 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 uh, when I decided to go to UCLA, they didn't like that too much. And uh, a lot of things changed, whether it came from, the college that I left or the powers that be something happened that shouldn't happen. So, uh, so they say your, your test is invalidated. 
You've been taking summer school at UCLA. And what? I weighed my options. I said, man, I don't want to go to JUCO. I don't want my college clock to start. You know, I, I think I need to do some homework on some prep schools. You know, I was aware of Coach Smith down there at Oak Hill in Virginia, but they didn't take postgraduates at the time. So I looked into some schools in the Northeast. I looked at Milford Academy where uh, Marbury's brother was playing Zach. There was a few other schools, Hargrave down in Virginia. Um, I looked at St. Thomas More, Connecticut. And I think the uh, main central up in Maine, and I decided to go to, to St. Thomas More, Connecticut, because it was in the tri-state. I knew that I played well there. I would get a lot of exposure on the East Coast, and um, you know, draw the likes of ESPN. And my goal there was to get have have an interview done. You know, have a, have a special done from ESPN while I'm in prep school to help drive my demand to to be able to go to any college that, of my choice. So I played well enough in the NEPSAC. I led the NEPSAC in scoring. Coach Jerry Quinn coached me. Uh, he's still there today. We had a big time, uh, roster on our, on our, on our team. All five of our guys were D1, our starters. Um, I had a great, who else, who else is on that team? Uh, Ajay Ding's brother, Luau, who played at UConn, transferred to Fairfield. Uh, Charles Cranford, uh, New York guy that went to St. Louis University, played for, uh, Coach Romar down there. Um, we had uh, another kid, Shahar Gordon, who played at Cal, who's an Israeli kid. There was um, our guard, Rusty. I think he may have played D2 ball in Tennessee somewhere. And then we had another guy who wound up playing at GW, my uh, roommate, Mike King, who was the off guard out of Baltimore. So we had a squad. I mean, we lost to MCI in the end. But, I mean, we, we blew most teams out in the NEPSAC. And, you know, I was just on a tear because I was pissed off, quite frankly, being in prep school. Knowing that I did what it needed, knew what it took in, in the classroom. And I was going through all these things that I didn't really ask for. I just want to go out and kill everything in front of me. Okay. So, uh, then what? Then what was the decision like in terms of college? Well, I was re recruited all over again. So I took a few, um, visits. I went to Syracuse when I was there. Obviously, UConn was right up the street. So I took a visit to UConn. I was re recruited by Georgia Tech heavily as well as NC State. And then, you know, uh, some other schools chimed back in along the way. Um, I was getting recruited by SEC schools, Alabama, and some others as well. And I decided to go to NC State out of prep school because I wanted to play in the ACC. Uh, Georgia Tech was recruiting Al Harrington really heavily. Bobby Kremers basically told me uh, I would have to commit to them without taking the visit because it looks like Al may be going there if he doesn't go to the NBA. And I said, Coach, you know, I, I got to take a visit to the school first before I decide to commit. So I chose NC State rather than Georgia Tech. I was excited. They were excited. They felt they had the next best thing since David Thompson, the late great. And uh, I was looking forward to it. Before you know it, things changed. Evidently, uh, they were getting heat from the NC2A, from what I understand, the coaching staff. The whole coaching staff went to bat for me, but the head coach at the time. And uh, we decided to go in a different direction. And I opened up my thing again, came home, went to Long City College, played a JUCO year, won like 30-something games in a row, averaged over 30 a game. I was one of the top JUCO players in the state. And I decided to sign with Alabama in the SEC, uh, played for Mark Godfrey, who was a former assistant under Jim Herrick at UCLA. So that was my tie-in going there. And the goal was to be one of the top players in the SEC and ideally do my work in one year and then go to the league. So that was the agreement. Okay, here's what's funny about so Godfrey, my sister was a cheerleader at UCLA. She used to babysit his kid. So when I was sitting out between Notre Dame and Oklahoma State, Alabama was recruiting me hard. A guy named Dave Hobbs was the coach. So I visit Alabama and I get back and Godfrey calls me. He's the head coach at Murray State. And he's like, What'd you think of my school? Because you know, he played there. And I go, Man, it was awesome. It was an amazing place. Uh, I really, really like that. I go, but man, I don't know if Dave Hobbs can keep that job. Like, <laughs> no one had anything great. He's just a great guy, but the program's not great. He's like, you should go there and I'll coach you. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'll be the coach there next year. Sure enough, he was the coach there the next year. It's, it's, it's crazy. So, okay, let's, let's go to like Long Beach City. Okay. Like, again, I'm trying to establish for people who are outside of Southern California and not our age. People to understand, okay, you are a high school prodigy. You are as close to what LeBron was in high school 
as we had ever had. We'd had some great players. Like, um, but you know, you, you go to prep school out of sight, out of mind. Now you come back. Now you're at Long Beach City. Were you living at home when you, when you're, when you're playing Long Beach City? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, your brother fighting to stay in the NBA, right? Like that had to be, that had to be crazy for you to be that. Why didn't you just go pro? Because I wanted to go to college, Doug. And, you know, the thing is, I didn't like the setup. They wanted me to go to the CBA. And, I, you know, I kind of looked down on the CBA at the time. I was like, you know, CBA is kind of sure. like a reject situation. You know, if you're not good enough, you just go here and hone your skills and try to get in or whatnot. And, and they had a plan that they were trying to do. They were trying to get me into the CBA and have me play there for a moment in time, develop a little bit, and then basically call me up, in other words. I think that's what yeah. they were going to do. And uh, I wasn't really aware. You know, my parents were basketball people. You know, my agent at the time when I decided to go hardship, uh, Mark Fleischer, felt that that I would be drafted in the first round. I talked to a few different scouts. They said mid-late first when I came out of school. So, you know, we felt pretty confident about, about my career as far as professionally. And things just kind of spiraled out of control. Everything just changed. There was a big foreign influx in the draft that year. There were some European guys that got picked out of the blue that guys didn't anticipate. And a lot of things changed, you know. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. From that process, while my brother was fighting to stay in the NBA, I was fighting trying to even get in. And, you know, meanwhile, I left Alabama, Doug, after one season from, from finishing in Long Beach City. I was a sophomore coming out of college, going into the pro ranks. I was all SEC second team. I led my team in scoring. I started every game. You know, I had games where I dropped 40 in the preseason. But what people don't realize is that Alabama, I wasn't playing the three like we agreed to. I was playing the four. So our big man at the power forward spot had got hurt towards knee up. So he was pretty much out for the season. And I was the only guy with pretty much college experience. So he decided to put me on the block, you know, and, and just kind of take the chances. And it changed the, the, the course of my, my career because it really hurt my opportunities professionally because scouts that were recruiting me didn't get a chance to really get to see my talent because I was pretty much being hidden at that time. That's interesting because now the the four like there is no more power forward right like now you'd be a, you'd be a you'd be just a two three four where right? you just play kind of whatever. Um, okay, so you're getting ready for the draft. What what was the knock on you? What was the was it was it shooting because of your shoulder? Was it everything else because you could always score and you're a great athlete? So what was the what do you believe was held against you that hurt your draft stop? Well, I don't think uh, I don't think my my coach spoke highly on me, you know, in my character when it came to these GMs and stuff. When it was when it was time to do the interviews and things like that, I think uh, my tests I did really well in the pre-draft. You know, it were off the charts. I had the strongest second bench press. I think I did thirty-one reps in a minute at, at what would we lift in two twenty-five at the time or whatever it was. Me and yep. Justin Love, I think Justin. Well, I, I think I think I caught. I think basketball did 185, but yeah, that's wrapping yeah. up a lot. Yeah, something, whatever it was, it was like second best in, in, in the camp. And then I had the highest vert. I think I did 41 and a half straight up with no step you know, inches and uh, killed the one-on-one training. I was destroying everybody. And then we got to the team thing and I was playing with A.J. Guyton. Bill Cartwright was our coach. Um, and it was just a bad setup. I mean, A.J. was shooting the ball way too much. You know, Bill was letting him do what he wanted to do. And I said, man, this is a setup right here. I can see it. AJ was a Chicago kid. He winds up getting drafted to the Bulls, played in Indiana. So it was that kind of Midwest connection on our team. And it kind of messed up our chemistry with some of our other players. Me and Chris Porter were, were the two guys that played, you know, pretty much down low on that, on that squad. And we were battling out there, man. It, it, it's, it, it is literally politics and, a crapshoot. You got guys that have the big time agents and then you got guys that's just fighting, just trying to make it. And that's kind of like the balance that you have in that, in that dynamic. And I think for me, after that, it was just kind of like the handwriting's on the wall. This experience doesn't feel good. I'm probably going to have to go, go to Europe or something. So I kind of started feeling certain ways before we even finished the pre-draft. So by the time I got home, I didn't really have a good experience about the way I felt about my chances. So when the draft came around, I was home. You know, I think me and my brother went and grabbed some buffalo wings from Legends right here local in Long Beach. My trainer was with me, AD. Uh, the agent came over. And in my family, it was very small. You know, we sat and watched the draft. It was a very humbling experience. When I didn't get drafted, I walked outside. I stayed very quiet and walked around my neighborhood and cried like a baby. And in that process, I said to myself, I'm going to pursue my professional career no matter where I have to play. I know I have talent and I'm going to play wherever, you know, I, I can, I can make money 
until I can't play anymore. And that was my mentality. It's, it was like trying to get back to the NBA was an uphill battle that, you know, I was never able to conquer. And finally, at 30 years old, I decided to to walk away from the game. My daughter was conceived and, and the documentary came into existence shortly after. So the Manchild documentary is something that people need to take serious because the thing about my film is I did it the right way. I was better than most people. And if it can happen to me, it can happen to anyone. So it's lessons in this film that have nothing to do with basketball. It's it's integrity and, and steadfastness and, and resilience. When was the last time you seriously considered your dream? Did something never thought you would do? How about live the van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van? You could tour the country, whatever you want to dream up. And we're talking about Mercedes-Benz van here. Expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. Expect performance and reliability with that MBUX voice command system. You're going to get five-star dealer network available with a gas engine. Now you could win your very own Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4. You enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. You go to danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com, and there you enter, get official rules for a chance to win this beautiful Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com, and you have to do so by February 2nd. Your dream is waiting for you. danpatrick.com, foxsportsradio.com. Some equipment described is optional. This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can get all your favorite sports, movies, and shows together. So you can watch new episodes of your favorite reality shows live or binge old episodes on demand. Either way, get ready for some drama. And the best part? DirecTV Stream has no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at DirecTV.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Okay, so help me out though. Okay, so you you don't get drafted. Yeah. Then what? Then what's the what's the first basketball you play after not getting drafted? I go into the CBA, I believe. Play with Sioux Falls Sky Force, which is one of the top. Wait, did you play? Did you play summer league? Did you uh, play summer league like because it was a Long Beach State then, right? And you had yeah. free agent summer league, and then you had teams. What, yeah. Do you remember what you did summer league wise? So in the NBA, uh, I think I may have played with the Clippers that summer, I believe. And I think Dennis Johnson was the coach. Uh, we had a really good team. I played really well in summer league. He had a meeting with me um, halfway through the summer league and said that he would sign me. You know, he loves my game. I'm tough, strong, athletic, you know, never had an opportunity. And he wants to sign me. That was that was the plan. Well, the next day they fired him in summer league. And I'm saying to myself, man, what are the chances? This never happens. So it was just ongoing after that, Doug. So I went from the Clippers right into opportunity in Europe, uh, playing in in Yugoslavia at the time, which is Serbia now, KK Partizan had a great experience. Played against Vladimir. Okay, hold on, hold on, don't, don't, don't gloss over. There's a lot of things here. Okay, yeah. so you're you're how old when you go to when you go to Yugoslavia? I believe I was about 19. I believe, yeah, almost 20. Okay, so you're 20 years old. What do you remember about landing in Belgrade? Man, it was it was a much different world then. I think we uh, we were at war shortly shortly before that, so they had buildings that we had bombed that they never really tore down or remodeled. And you know, it was an older country. Um, the, the the family family members there they had a lot of pride. Uh, my team had a lot of pride. I, I noticed that there was a poverty line there that that was either have or have not. There was no middle class. Uh, right. There was a culture, a culture shock. Um, there was a language barrier, but it took about 30 days to get acclimated, to be honest. And once I made the transition, I fell in love with the people, had a great experience. I think I have a lot of friends and fans there still today. And um, they've done well over the years. Uh, Vladi Divac owned the team. We had the same agent, Mark Fleischer. So that was a tie-in. 
And um, it was a good business deal. But playing-wise, I didn't have a good experience. I played well and then went and played for three games. And I'm saying to myself, if I'm in the league, not only am I getting more minutes, I'm putting myself in a position to make more money. So people need to understand the international grind is much different than playing in the U.S. So it's a really good thing that they have the G League for guys up and coming there. So you get done partisan, then what? Get done with partisan, then I'm a free agent all over again, looking to find a home. And from that point on, it was just like pretty much like a different country every season. You know, I played in Serbia to start, played in uh, France, I played in Greece, I did Italy, I played in Venezuela, played through China, you know, different areas. I mean, Mexico, all the minor league circuits, USBL, MBDL, CBA. You know, I did all those all those circuits. I tapped everything, all the golf trotters, until the, until I basically exhausted my repertoire. Doug, what was your favorite experience? Uh, different places for different reasons. I like Italy. I like Venice. You know, riding the gondolas and stuff, being able to play in the Benetton Calabretti, very professional organization. Um, I like Greece for different reasons, the visuals, uh, the the water and stuff. You know. I could appreciate uh, France. It was a clean country. I love pastries and stuff. So the bakery was, I'd smell it every morning at five in the morning. So I enjoyed that, you know, playing right outside of Paris. And um, Venezuela, probably because of the weather. You know, I think that the cuisine is, is, is healthy and very attractive uh, women at the time. So that was always nice, you know, to, to go outside and see beautiful women walking up and down the street, you know, and just the experience to be able to travel the, internationally. I think you grow a lot more than you do just traveling domestic. No question. Um, worst experience you had? Worst experience? Um, probably going to the Middle East to play. Uh, three weeks late on my payment. They owed me over $20,000. Um, which which, which country? Uh, this is in Iran at the time. And this is uh, where we're warned in Afghanistan. So most people were scared to even get on that plane. I say they got some money for me. I got to go get it. So getting over there, they were three weeks late on the payment. I was really frustrated. There was a a pad underneath the, the goal that usually supposed to be padded. It was kind of wrapped around. And uh, there was a metal plate behind it. I was frustrated on the plate. The ref didn't call the foul. And I hit the thing with my fist. And I just, my hand just swelled up like a grapefruit, man. I, I broke a bone in, 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 in my pinky right here. And, uh, I was done, man. I told the people, I said, look, give me what, give me what you owe me. I'm out of here. This is unprofessional. You know, they said, well, you breached the contract, you know, blah, blah, blah. So they gave me like a portion of the money and we severed the ties and I came back home. And I said, I can't believe this. You know, people don't realize the way we do business in America is taken for granted a lot of times until you get in a worse situation. It makes you appreciate, you know, the way we do things. And yeah, I learned a lot at that time. I said, man, you know, there's places in the world that are like nightmares. And, and you won't know unless you go. You know, you got to take the opportunity. And this team had a lot of money. I mean, they were one of the bigger teams in Iran. They made the Peugeot car for the country of Iran. So they had the manufacturing plant on our grounds where we would practice. And I'm saying to myself, they're sitting on all this money and they're not even being professional. So I was really upset about that experience. So I came home, you know, healed up and then wound up playing, uh, I believe, in, in the USBL for a little while until I went back to Venezuela. But uh, you hung him up at, at 30 and you, you had this, this documentary starting. What's it like though now, over 10 years later, when you hear, you, like you see yourself on screen, you know how talented you were and to have never played at that highest level. What, what is that like inside of you? The emptiness, you know, uh, to have all this talent and to play against the best and pretty much reign supreme with most of, most of the country for several years. And then to have an opportunity to play pro ball and basically just it be a slap in the face. You know, it was like, how did I get here? You know, you have all this talent. Then you have all these trials and tribulations. And, you know, a lot of my peers had a smooth ride and they were the ones doing doing all the dirt. But they're coming after me and I got attacked for it. So it was kind of like I felt slighted in my pro career, you know, and, and I gave I gave everything I had. Doug. Wherever I played, it didn't matter. I said, I'm just laying on the line. And when it's over, it's over because, you know, very few people get a chance to play football, let alone go to the NBA. So it, I looked at that as a blessing, being able to play pro one, pro eight ball, you know, in Europe 
is the second best league in the world next to the NBA. I mean, I'm traveling to all the main countries and stuff like that. So I soaked all of that up and took that experience, you know, uh, seriously. But it was tough every year being a free agent, trying to find a home. That's not a that's not a comfortable space to live. Um, if you were to advise an up and coming superstar, okay, who's physically dominant and has to put together the right skill set and mentality to make it to go through. And I understand it's very different now, right? I understand you got now you got like overtime elite, which is like a paid prep school. Then you have the G League elite, plus you can go straight out or you go to college. But just in terms of developing your game, how would you advise them? What would what would you do differently? Um, great question. I would probably do most of the things the same. I think uh, if I had to do anything differently, I obviously would have left out of high school. Knowing what I know now, you know, I wouldn't have went through that tumultuous experience. But, you know, at the end of the day, Doug, you know, God has me where I'm supposed to be at. And, and I had to be at peace with that. I had to find peace in that. So what I would tell kids today, just focus on your craft. Be more of a student. A lot of guys are talented. They're very skilled. Um, I don't think the toughness is what it used to be with the majority of the kids. I think we had less opportunities, so we played with more passion. And uh, we had a different level of hunger because there was less teams, less opportunities. I think t- kids today need to be more students. I think they need to work on their weaknesses and and not listen to people as much as far as rankings and, and all of that and worried about what age your team you plan on. The reality is this. If you're good enough, they're going to find you. There's oodles of opportunities now. You mentioned, you know, overtime elite. You've got the G League. You've got numerous opportunities. You go to Australia, play in Italy. You know, Brandon Jennings played with Lotto Grammatica that year before he came into the NBA and made about a half a million dollars. So there's a ton of opportunities for kids. When you're on the radar, all you got to do is be consistent, stay out of trouble, and stay healthy and keep working. Um, what's next for you? We got a lot of stuff to, um, on the docket right now in the process of building the community center. I've uh, just got my uh, go ahead with my, my foundation. We got our nonprofit status in place. Um, there's talk of a docu-series. There's a lot of stuff going. I'm going to do a tour. I'm going up to Sacramento next month uh, to do a, a grassroots screening experience for some high school uh, teams and show the Manchild documentary and do a Q&A. And, that's something we're going to start doing now. I'm going to do select uh, grassroots screenings throughout the country. How do you, you were very fortunate. Your dad was always there for you. You know, your dad would take you to any game, would, would support you. But there's lots of kids that don't have that sort of support system. And there are people around them that some people around them because they're good people, some people around them because they just want to see the action, right? Right. You, you live that life when you're the next thing and people are trying to get into your life and try and be part of your future. How do you know who's real and who's not? Great question. Um, I think that's tested through adversity. You know, you know what you have with people when, when you need somebody and everybody's your friend when things are going good. I think that's a false pretense. So you have to test your relationship through the adversities of life. And, I got a chance to see that, Doug, when I tore my shoulder up. Everything changed. The the crowds of people that are around, they just kind of went went into other spaces and, and, and started chasing other people. And I started to see, like, you know, okay, my mother's here, my father's here, my brother's here, and this is what I have to rely on. Everything on the outside is more of a facade. These people that I come into contact, they're more of acquaintances. They're not really friends, right? They're opportunistic. So... I would tell kids today, keep your circle small, you know, stay close to the people that, that love you and care about you and want the best for you. And, um, you know, set your goals high. Uh, how can somebody see the Man Child documentary? Right now it's available on, on all streaming platforms. It's on iTunes. It's on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, for people that, that don't, don't want to pay, you could do 2B TV, which is a really hot opportunity right now, the way they have the streaming and, uh, you go get it. I mean, it's available right now. You, you guys won't regret it. It's powerful. So we, we recommend everybody to see it. Listen, I appreciate you joining me. It's gonna, it's, uh, it's something everybody's talking about. And obviously you're a guy of supreme respect for you and your entire family. I really appreciate you joining me on the pod. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate you too, man. All the best. 
All right, a lot to unpack there. Here's what I want you to do. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter about questions about Shay. I'll share with you my thoughts next time. At Gottlieb Show. Also, we get the Facebook page as well. We'll put it up everywhere. You ask your question. I'll give you my thoughts. Give my thoughts. In the meantime, make sure you tell friends about this pod. Download, subscribe, rate, write a review. Um, and oh yeah, by the way, you can listen to the Doug Gottlieb Show every day, three to six Eastern, 12 through Pacific on iHeartRadio or the Fox Sports Radio app. In the meantime, my thanks to Shay Cotton for joining me. I'm Doug Gottlieb, and this is All Ball. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DOUG. That's DOUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.